Welcome back to a super fantasy football show. I'm John, your host. And I'm Randy. Randy, how about the new intro music? I like it. It's a bop. I'm you like it? it? I thought I new, like it. It's, it's different. New year, new music, I thought. I thought, thought we switched up a little bit. Snips the tone early. I like it. It's yeah. yeah, exactly. I got it. Uh, it's the, the band is someone called Glow City. Ooh. So, you know, keep keep an eye out for them. But I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna do big things, and I hope so because I own the rights to one of their songs. So that'd be cool. Uh, well, Randy, how's how's the off season been? How's it going? It's been good. It's it's been a, it's been a low key off season. Not a lot of movement. Not a lot of yeah. Not a lot of action in the fantasy league. Yeah. This off yeah, definitely. Well, you know, it's it's good to be back on the mic with you uh, for our our tenth season, I believe, in the modern era. Which started in 2014. Does that sound right to you? Um. Yeah, I'd say it got it got bigger once. Uh, I mean, you all were in college, and then I think you got bigger once you guys graduated. You were in college too, for a bit, uh, maybe not in 2014, but you know. I have a partial college education. <laughs> if you had to describe the pre-modern era in a few words, how how would you describe it? Chaotic. Um, random, the pre-modern era though, I loved the message boards. Yeah. That was the highlight of the, uh, the pre, uh, the, I guess the pre-modern era. Yeah. Yeah. We, we don't really use the message boards anymore. No, we used to though. And it got, it got really vulgar, really bad. I'm, I'm, I'm glad David lost a lot of that. <laughs> well, uh, speaking of the pre-modern era, let's get on with our, uh, our first guest of the season. We're doing it a little bit differently this year. We're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna try to make Randy guess who the who the guest is every year. So, uh, well, let's 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 talk about our league a little bit because we got. I, I, well, I wanted to ask you, Randy. There are, I think, four owners in the history of the modern era that have never won a Super Friends Fantasy League championship. Can you name? All four. One of them is definitely Tom. One is Tom. Um, and that that streak's going to continue. He's still he's not going to win this year. Um, two. I'm trying to think. Ches won one, but I don't know if it was in the modern era. Um, I don't think David's won one. That's correct. David's the David's the next one. Um, Didiano hasn't. That's correct. And there's one more. This one's a little tricky. Me, you, Eric's won one. Brian's won one. Yep. Who am I missing? It's got to be Chess. No, no. Chess has won one. In the modern era. You, uh, you, you probably are forgetting that this was an owner in the modern era. So let, let me let me run through the people who have won. Uh, Chess has won once in 2015. Okay. Eric, I think, has won twice. Uh, definitely 2016. And then again in 2020. You've won one. I've won one. Brian's won three. And Austin Ramsey has won one. Oh, yeah. Yes, 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 yes. Well, Austin was the first winner of the modern era, correct? That's correct. In 2014. And yes. the only person who has been in our league who will never win one, well, so far, is Kevin Blau. The closest he Kevin got Blau. in yes. 2015, he got, he got second place. That was the closest he got. And then I think that was probably his last year in the league. But Kevin won, though, in the pre-modern era. Well, um, that's why I said modern era. Ah, okay, okay. <laughs> oh man uh well i forgot how i was gonna make you guess and all that but uh why don't you our mystery man has won a uh, league championship um pre modern era, pre -modern era. <laughs> in in the modern era okay uh and hasn't won more than one he's been he's a, in a bit of a drought right now in a drought. It, it, it's got to be the snake wrangler, Matthew Alvarez. It is the uh, <laughs> the man himself, Matthew. How you doing, buddy? What a guess! Shame, shame, Randy, for getting my championship in 2015. I thought it was pre-modern era. I thought it was pre. 
All modern, baby. All modern. Hey, look, we can That's get right. you back on the championship train if you just make a trade with me. Well, yeah, I wanted to ask about that. With the uh, the draft coming up in a couple days, Chez, what's your what's your preparation like? I'm my friends gonna have to go mute the amount of offers I'm getting. Oh yeah, <laughs> you you get a lot for the first overall pick. There's been some, uh, not a ton. There's been, there's been a decent amount of interest. A few bites. Any no, uh, anything that's intriguing? Really catching my eye. I don't want to no. reveal too many detail details. Look, I don't want the first overall. I just want a second or a third on a loaner deal. <laughs> I heard he was uh, trying to give, to you, me. give you Josh Allen. Trying to shop Josh Allen. Close <laughs> personal friend. <laughs> oh my God, uh, Chez, what's what's your what's your uh, what's your draft? Uh, strategy and planning are you are you are you watching tape are you showing up the day of nothing in mind um i'm gonna use my discretion on my first pick assuming i don't trade the number one overall and then after that i'm going off of the espn uh big board for best available who who are you picking first first overall is it it gonna be Bijan? um it's either Bijan or travis kelsey when when did you learn who Bijan robinson was uh about a month ago two weeks before we went on our dinner i was looking at like the espn player rankings and i saw he was like sixth overall yeah for PPR leagues for espn so that was when i first heard of who that person was who is he where did he come from <laughs> he's a rookie yeah, i'm pretty I don't sure know where he played college but he plays for the falcons of texas baby <laughs> texas uh, Robinson. that's wild I, I yeah i've never never heard of the man but i'm hearing a lot of hype about him but i haven't really looked no into ricky it williams john he's no ricky williams <laughs> okay well that's that's good to know um all right cool well that's that's good to know we'll we'll go ahead and start like we always do with the league pulse and this uh since we don't really have too much to to go off in terms of standings right now we'll look at the, each team's keepers give them a little grade talk about potential targets for uh, for the first round of the draft, as well as go over uh, the draft order for the first round or two. And then we're going to switch up gears and uh, discuss the inaugural season of the mini games and uh, talk about talk about those a little bit. So, uh, but first, as always, let's get to the league pulse. We got the keepers for the running fools, Christian McCaffrey, Tony Pollard, Justin Jefferson, leading behind. Najee and Mixon. Randy, what do you think about that? Oh, you know, McCaffrey, that's a great, that's a great keeper. Mm-hmm. Justin Jefferson, great keeper. Is Tony Pollard that good? I think that's that's definitely the biggest question mark of those three. I think it's uh I, I've been hearing a lot of hype about him in the podcast I've been listening to, so I think that'll probably work out in his yeah, favor. But Tony Pollard over Najee, you know what you have with Najee. That's true. Yeah. Especially this season, you've seen our offensive line improve so much. Well, uh, I mean, Brian's plan is probably to pick up both of those guys in the first round. So. <laughs> <laughs> he uh, does. What did I say? He had three picks in 12, or, or he's three draft picks out of 12? Yes. Yeah. yeah. I, something like that. <laughs> the first 12 picks, something crazy. He has, he has six picks before you have one. I know that. Wow. <laughs> Uh, and then let's go over to our guests, the technical fouls, keeping Saquon, Stefan Diggs, and Garrett Wilson. Chez, were, were any of those uh, any of those tough calls for you? Did you have a French player you wanted to keep? Uh, Saquon and Diggs were obvious one too. Um, didn't really have a good third option, and thought Garrett Wilson. He had a pretty good rookie year, hoping for a big year, soft uh, sophomore season, plus Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Like, he had the most upside, so decided to go with him. Yeah, with with Aaron Rodgers, it's it's going to be a bit of a wild card over there, I think. But and I think he's like their solid wide receiver. One. Yeah, he's, that he's was like my cool. problem. I had a lot of like good players, but they were on like like you know, I don't know. Yeah, they're not like the number one option on their team, so right. they'll get them the production. Yeah, I like it. I think Garrett Wilson could end up having a huge year. Seems, I mean, Eric Rodgers, ugh, Aaron Rodgers is kind of a prick, but uh, I think that's gonna gonna help him get an edge this season and then the soup cans they're keeping lamar jackson isaiah pacheco and tyler lockett Randy, what do you what do you think about those keepers um his first two are good lamar and i think how do you pronounce it pacheco 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 is how i've been saying it pacheco i don't know a lot about him but he played well last year yeah yeah 
The one that baffles me is Tyler Lockett. Is he still on the Seahawks? Still on the Seahawks. He's I uh again I've been listening to some podcasts about fancy drafts and stuff. And he's one of the guys that people say he's like he's a boring player, but he produces really well. So he's a solid player, not gonna light it up, but yeah. Just be very, very productive all year. Yeah. So that that one could work out. And and uh again, this is Didiano's second year after forgetting to set his keepers last year. So um I think those probably a little bit weaker in that regard for yeah. his keepers, but um, as we will see, we'll talk about later. He's got a bunch of draft picks. Uh, then the Wonders, they're keeping Josh Jacobs, Nick Chubb, Cooper Cup. Nothing nothing wrong with any of those. I'm still I'm still a little questionable about Josh Jacobs. I was going to ask you, how do you feel about him keeping uh, Josh Jacobs? I know he's your mortal enemy. <laughs> he Yeah, he is always going to leave a bad taste in my mouth. I'm never... <laughs> I'm never going to be pumped about that. And then with keeping Nick Chubb, too, again, a great choice, a great player. Uh, that was definitely the right call by by the commish. But I, I just glance over Nick Chubb all the time. I think I think because he's a Browns player. Uh-huh. So I'm not personally, personally super inspired by his keepers, but uh, that's definitely just a personal bias against those two guys. <laughs> Uh, and then we got for power and vitality keeping <laughs> uh uh un um what's the, what's the what's the term when you like go to the olympics but your country isn't like recognized what did, what did russia have to do whatever he's keeping jonathan taylor who who the fuck knows what's gonna happen with him uh Brees hall and cd lamb and didn't keep dalvin cook which uh he, he might be kicking himself for if Jonathan the funny Taylor. thing is, Brees Hall might not be back. We'll touch on this later, but Brees Hall might not be back till he could. They, I was looking it up today. They said he could start week one. He could play again in week five. Is he? Did he get hurt? He uh he tore his ACL last year at the end of the season. Oh right right right. Okay yeah. I, know. I don't know if it was quite at the end. It might have been before that. But oh, I didn't realize he wasn't going to be ready by the beginning. They said if he plays week one, that's ten months of uh, rehab, and usually I think an ACL takes right around a year i'm no doctor but ooh, r- risky business eric i don't know eric, eric's playing with fire here with two running you, you don't know what you're gonna get yeah yeah that that'll be interesting uh and then we'll go to denny irvine's gatorade keeping derrick henry jamar chase Devonte adams solid no complaints there for tommy no notes uh and then i'm keeping pat mahomes tyreek hill austin eckler on the ollie fonts I was I was thinking later today, uh, or earlier today. I was thinking maybe I should have kept the sun god Amon Ra St. Brown, Ooh. but you know, the as as uh, the root of all evil says, there's a reason the windshield's bigger than the rearview mirror. Yeah, you just gotta <laughs> look forward. Go forward, Johnny. Go forward. <laughs> and then lastly, the single most uninspiring keepers. The real Americans keeping Josh Allen, AJ Brown, and Mark Andrews tight end. What what when what you kept a tight end that wasn't named Travis Kelsey? How, it was gonna be um, Mike Evans, but I don't trust Baker Mayfield. Well, that's that's reasonable. I probably still would have. After that, I have no name running backs. It was just there was no one else to keep. I'm gonna rip into your team so fucking hard later, and I can't wait. Fun. <laughs> I gotta keep the core nucleus together. Let's uh, uh, let's, let's pull the trigger for close personal friend Josh Allen. So I did. <laughs> I did. I was I was curious because I saw Randy's keepers, and I thought, wow, those are some dog shit keepers. <laughs> I want. <laughs> so I went ahead and uh, calculated the. Uh, the average draft position of everyone's keepers. So so the lower the score, the better, basically. So the running fools are, uh, have the best score with 7.3 average draft position. I have the second best with 9.7. Uh, you know, a few in the middle. And then we jump all the way up to Randy's, the real Americans. 19.83 average draft position. Which is, if if Didiano had set his keepers last year, you for sure would have been in last. 
but Diddy's average draft position is 60.67. So <laughs> not setting his keepers. Uh, really fucked him up. But he's, as we uh, mentioned earlier, I think he's got a, a bunch of draft picks um, in the first couple of rounds. So hopefully that'll help him bounce back a little bit after a bit of a rebuild year. All right, well, let's uh, let's talk about the draft or- order a little bit first. Randy, do you want to uh, – I think you have the most updated sheet. Do you want to yeah, uh, do the draft order for us? Yeah, so with the number one overall pick, uh, Matthew Chez, with the technical fouls, holding the number one pick. Nice. Uh, let me see here. The Cincinnati Soup Cans with the number two overall. The Running Fools with the number three. Uh, Eric with the number four. And then here's where it gets interesting. Didiano has David's original first round pick here at number five. Then we go to Brian, who holds my number one pick. Then we go to Tom at the seventh pick. Brian again with your first round pick, John. Yep. Then we go back to... No, then we go right to John. Then me, yep. And then... um, Chez at pick 10, and that's... For his Saquon trade with Tom. Oh, my, my apologies. We're into the second round. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, no, that's okay. Let's let's finish out the second round. So, in the second round, John at pick number 9, Chez at pick number 10. Then Eric with my second round pick at pick <laughs> 11. Um, Didiano at 12 with David's second round pick. Looks like David took my uh, draft strategy. Traded all his picks to make a run. <laughs> um, Eric at pick number 13, Brian at 14, Didiano again at 15, and to round out the second round, Chez at 16. Wow, nice. So you got, Chez, you got three picks in the first two rounds? Yep, yep. That's pretty solid. My, number one, Tommy's second, and my second. I'm, I'm curious about that uh, Saquon loaner deal you did with Tom. Why... How, how did he swindle you into uh, only getting a, a second rounder out of that? Because I know you had the condition. It was. It was based on uh, points, uh, his average points for the rest of the season. Yeah. And then I think he missed a couple weeks and didn't hit it. You, you shouldn't have let him get that out of you. He would, he would have taken him for first round straight up, I think. Was that was he, was he like... I'm trying to think someone else did a loaner and like set the kind of set the rate. And then yeah. I did it off of that. Maybe was it you? Or, uh, I can't remember. That's interesting. Then I have David's third, I think, for a, a Diggs loaner. Yeah. You know what? It might have been. It might have been because I had the first loaner deal, and that was with Eric for Dalvin Cook. <laughs> for, oh my God! Nice. It was real early too. That's when I dumped off. Um, what was it Clyde Edwards-Helaire to Ches for Mangers? Oh yeah. You you unloaded him at the perfect fucking time, and you got to keep her out of it. <laughs> Thanks to you, Johnny. Thanks to you. That that is the that's that's not the hardest part of the show, but one of the hard parts of the show is not like revealing my strategy. Uh, like I'm, I would love to like go into like what exactly it is that I'm thinking about this season, but I don't want to you know give too much away. But you, we had talked that episode, yeah, and you'd, you'd made some remark that you were hearing on some fantasy podcast you listened to about how like Clyde Edwards Alaire, that was it. He hit his ceiling. That was it for the rest of the season. Mm-hmm. He did the episode the very next day I made that deal with Chez. <laughs> <laughs> the episode nice. wasn't even relevant anymore. <laughs> oh man, nice. All right. Well let's uh let's go back to that first overall pick a little bit, Chez. I know you said you were thinking about Bijan or Kelsey. Are you like strictly between those two? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. There's yeah. no one. I feel like Kelsey, tons of value. Just, I think he's going to be again the best tight end by a wide margin. So, a lot there. And then, but with B. John, I feel like I don't know who he is, but every mm-hmm. year there's one rookie running back who does like really good for their rookie season and puts up big numbers. And I don't know. Yeah. He's got a good shot as anyone for it to be him. Yeah. No. I. ESPN says he's supposed to be really good. So, I don't know. Yeah. Everyone has him like ranked in like, the top five or something and yeah. in a keeper league where you're basically starting the draft in the fourth round that that could be huge for you that could be yeah. a keeper for years to come 
I agree with you, John. I think it's a keeper for years to come. I just don't think you're going to see production out of him early. Yeah. That's, that's definitely a concern, but... The, didn't they, the, the Falcons already released their depth chart. He's the third He's the third guy. He's the third guy? Third guy? He's the third guy right now going into week one. <laughs> I don't know how they're that's playing. That's the fifth best. <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy. They, got, they have... Um, Najee fucking started... <laughs> I mean, I know he was also really good, but people weren't talking about Najee like Bijan. Uh, and Travis Kelsey, he's 33. I looked up his age. I thought he was like 30, 31. Yeah. Unless he's that old, which is a little, uh, little concerning. He's getting up there, but he is so motherfucking good. I, I Again, with my podcast, I think the distance between uh, the first, the, the best tight end, Travis Kelsey, and the second best, who I believe is Mark Andrews, the distance between like their total points was the same as Mark Andrews and like the 33rd best tight end or something like that. It's like a fucking massive gap. And if so, yeah, if you, if you can get that, that's a so many points that you're adding to your team that no one else is going to be able to duplicate. Yeah. I've seen different things that people say he's the number one pick to take just overall, because even without like keepers, just because again, they have the points differential you can get, um, so a couple like big boards that had him said to, you know, number one. Yeah. I'm a little surprised Tom didn't keep him. He's keeping Derrick Henry, Jamar Chase, Devontae Adams. I, I probably would have kept Travis Kelsey over one of those guys. Who's the, uh, who's the Raiders quarterback? Garoppolo? Uh, Derek. Uh, oh yeah. Yeah. Garoppolo. I don't know. Tom, I don't know. Yeah. That's I Adams plays for, right? He's on the Raiders or he moved. Who? Devontae Adams? Yeah. Yeah, he's on the Raiders, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Interesting. Well, I was was praying to God that Travis Kelsey would somehow fall to me, but I don't think there's any chance in that (laughs) happening. So, uh, You trade up. You trade up. (laughs) I could. I thought, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Maybe maybe try to do some some, uh, day of trades. All right. Well, let's, uh, let's get into our next segment where we're going to Jez, did you see the uh, the note about the, the Tomlinisms? Okay, cool. Yeah. All right, so we are going to go through each team, and we're going to give uh, a need or targets for each team, and we're going to do it in the form of a Tomlinism. So we'll see We'll see how this goes. I'm not sure how you all interpreted my message, but uh, I... You know how hard it was to find some of these? I interpreted that as like we were going to say a need or target for each team, and then like a Tomlinism about the team overall. Okay, that's yeah, perfect. I think it worked. Yeah. Yeah, that'll work. That'll work. Okay. Well, let's 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 start with the Iron City Oliphants. Uh, Chesers, why don't you kick us off? <clears throat> with the, the need or the... Uh, give it start. Start us off with the Tomlinism. All right, I'll start. Rinse and repeat. Ooh. Rinse and repeat. There we go. I like that. I like that. Come, come, come back for the championship. Gotta, gotta repeat. You got as good as keepers of anybody. Gotta put it up and shut up. You know. Okay. Keep, keep the championship. Okay, I like it. Randy. Uh, my Tomlinism. I said the standard is the standard. Nice. You're the champ. Right now, you. You are the bar. Everyone else has to get up to your level. Okay. All right. I like it. And what are some uh, needs or targets for my team? I think your biggest need is receiver depth. Yeah. Uh, you have no plan B for Tyreek Hill. I was going to say the same thing. You know, two is, he's bound to get hurt again. He's going to be out for a while. Then who knows who their quarterback is. I don't know if Tyreek's going to put up big numbers week to week. I should have kept them all same coming on, you know. Yeah. It's going to be. All right. All right. I like it. Thanks, fellas. Fun. To be the best, you got to beat the best. Until you're beaten, you're our champ. <laughs> oh, I appreciate it. I'm not going to lie. I'm pretty worried about uh, about the running fools this year. I think he, I think he's going to have a hell of a squad, but we'll see. We'll see. You know, we thought that last year, too. you to swear on this? Yeah, we, we have the expletive rating. Oh, good, good, good. Fuck fear, John. <laughs> Fuck fear, anyone. Thanks, Randy. All right, Randy, uh, why don't you take us over to uh, Denny Irvine's Gatorade. Denny Irvine's Gatorade, my Tomlinism is it's a fine line between drinking wine and squishing grapes. <laughs> I have that for someone, too. That's a good one. <laughs> I took a note is 
I didn't necessarily have a need for Tom, like position wise. Mm -hmm. I more have a need for Tom as a fantasy football, like owner, manager, whatever you want to call him. Mm -hmm. He's patience. Patience. Yeah. Stop tinkering till the ass crack of dawn with the the waiver wire, free agents, trades. He's he's got to build a core, stick with it, and ride it to the end. Yeah, I like it. Back to Tom's a serial overthinker. I'm gonna continue that theme all season. <laughs> nice. Uh, did you say your your needs and targets for him? Um, I think for Tom, his biggest need is an elite quarterback every year. Like Tom's receivers are good, his running backs are good, his tight end is good, but he always has a lackluster quarterback at the top. Yeah, I'm excited for him to experience what what hell it is having to search for a tight end each week. Yeah. It's, it's fucking rough out there if you don't have Mark yeah, Andrews. Yeah, you don't have Travis one of the Kelsey. top three. It is, it's terrible. Yeah. Well, well, welcome is, to is hell, Tom. Is there a rumor circulating that we're getting rid of the tight end position? I've I've heard that. I think I think that's going to be on the ballot. I don't know if that's going to be David, this year. If we get rid of the tight end position for this year, then I should be able to keep another keeper. <laughs> no, I disagree. I disagree with that. <laughs> okay. Uh, let's see. Okay, let's go over to the one-faced wonders. Uh, I, <laughs> for David, I had the Tomlinism. We're still squirreling those nuts. And I think, <laughs> I, I'm not totally sure what this means <laughs> on, in, in all honesty, but, uh, I think, I think this is my quote for the wonders. Cause I'm, I'm just not totally sure about them to be honest. Uh, like I said before, Nick Chubb doesn't excite me solely because he's Brown. It's solely bias. Um, Josh Jacobs, again, I've had him on my team before. There's definitely some bad blood there. And then Cooper Cup, it, did he get hurt or something? Am I wrong about that? Or someone got hurt? I mean, yeah, I'll Google real quick. Google real quick. Maybe Cooper Cup is fine. Even if he is hurt, that's still that's still a great keeper. There's, there's nothing wrong with Cooper Cup. But there's other two. I just can't quite get over them. And... Yeah, and again, we're we're just we're still squirreling these nuts. I'm I'm not totally sure. I'm not sold on the the wonders this year quite yet. I think there's definitely some questions out there that need answered, and they could be out there. You know, he he could have the answers to them, but I'm just not convinced in the strength of the keepers right now. Randy, do do you have a do you have an update on Cooper Cup for us? Uh, I do not. It doesn't look like Cooper Cup is hurt. Okay. Uh, I tried to find here. I don't know why. Latest regarding, we scroll, Kyle Sanders, not who we want. Oh, I got to click the read more. Hold on, John. <laughs> Elijah Moore, Isaiah Pacheco, Cooper Cup. What's his uh, deal? Suffered a hamstring injury on August 1st, sat out multiple weeks. Oh. Went through the practice this week. Is Those on track. Linger, though. Those linger, though. They, that could linger. Fucking linger, man. At the end, it says there's a risk linger. of injury. Risk of re-injury, yeah. Sale of For a player who's now over thirty, that's wild that he's over thirty. But regardless, I I think that's I have no problem with that keeper. Yeah, I have no the other problem two. with Cooper Cup as a keeper. See other the other the other two squirrels from him. The other two nuts from him still squirreling. Whatever the fuck <laughs> that means. <laughs> All right, let's take it over to the real Americans. Chez, why don't you start us off? All right, we don't live in our fears; we live in our hopes. Not a lot of picks, not great keepers, <laughs> but the Riverboat Gambler, maybe he can swing a trade like Clyde Edwards-Alaire for Mark Andrews. Maybe he can bet the house again on future picks. You know, it's going to take a miracle, but don't say never. <laughs> live, in, live in your hopes, Randy. Live in your hopes. I love it. Fuck beer. Live in my hopes. And needs, I think, are just everything. Running yeah. back, receivers, <laughs> everything but quarterback. In running back big. tight end he's got the, the check mark yeah, tight end. Yeah. mark andrews <laughs> the most uninspiring tight end keeper <laughs> uh this is the one i had it's a fine line between drinking wine and squashing grapes because in 2021 randy was drinking wine he made some some pretty typical crazy randy trades but he won the goddamn league and they paid off in 2022 same story got off to a hot start sold the farm for another bring and he came up short and I think last year he was really, really squashing grapes all last year. Uh, and I think this happened because he got off to a deceptively hot start 
as I said all year, his team sucked. He kept getting wins. I don't know how he did it. And he bet big on his shitty ass team. And now he's in an even bigger hole than he was in 2022. Because he doesn't have a pick until the fourth the fourth round. Okay, this is the other thing. I looked up best available players uh, by the time Randy gets his first pick. If everyone goes in order, which isn't you know going to happen, but if everyone does, his pick is 27. That would be DJ fucking Moore. DJ Moore, the star wide receiver for the Chicago Bears, who famously can't throw the fucking ball all last year. So he could have Josh Allen, Mark Andrews, AJ Brown, and DJ fucking Moore as his his first, his best four players. I'm telling everyone now, I'm targeting George Kittle. <laughs> well, we have a, we have a second flex spot this year, so you can do that. You're not oh, wrong, John. It's a, it's a rebuild year from the ground up. No, I I, I love you. I love your strategy. I think uh, I think I love how you go all in, but I think you might be squishing. Squashing grapes again this year. I like this year. I could just be the underdog, fly under the radar. Yeah. Take uh, my side. Meet meet Brian halfway across the United States and uh, take him out for a nice meal. Oh, that'd be dinner, dinner in Kansas City. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> we don't even. No one spends the night. We just fly in, do a long layover in Kansas City, go to dinner, and then get right back on the plane. That'd be awesome. I would love that. All right, Randy, uh, take us over to For Power by Towdy. What Tomlinism do you have? So my Tomlinism here is pretty long. Okay. I don't know why, but uh, for Eric, I said, hungry is a word that I've been analyzing here of late. It's not hunger that drives me. It's not hunger that needs to drive our football team. Hunger and thirst are things that can be quenched. We have to be a driven group. We have to seek greatness. Ooh, hell yeah. I like that. I think Eric's team, it's always pretty good. It's always pretty solid across the board. They can just never get over the hump. Well, not never, but as of late. Mm-hmm. So, and Eric's biggest need, I think, is running back. Yeah, I would agree it's with that. Two huge question marks at running back. You don't know. You're definitely going to get production out of Brees Hall later on in the season. Mm-hmm. I don't know about how early. And then, as of now, Jonathan Taylor hasn't been traded. Yeah. So I don't know what Eric's plan is. Yeah, I'm interested to see what what's going to happen with him. I'm not totally sure. I I don't know if I, it seems like he's pretty fucking pissed off at Jim Irsay. <laughs> so I don't know if he's going <laughs> to play this year, but we'll see. All right, Chez, give us one for the running fools. <clears throat> All right, running fools, I'll tolerate you until I can replace you. Ryan's famous last year. He was. He had poor production out of some key players. He was benching people to make a statement. Mm-hmm. He's going to have so much depth with all his picks. He's going to have a lot of high-caliber players. So expect tolerate you until I can replace you. I think he's going to be wheeling and dealing. He has some good players. He's going to not be afraid to uh, make big trades, make splashes this year, and push for a championship. Hell yeah, I like, I like it. Good, good roster after the draft, and then a lot of trade activity from Brian this year, I bet. Yeah, I like it. Uh, any any needs for Brian's team? What did he need? Quarterback, like getting top tier quarterback. He's gonna he already has solid top receivers and running backs, and yeah. get a lot of picks with his, uh, you know, all the draft stock he has. So yeah, and he he got a, he got a little lucky last. Well, I don't want to say he got lucky. He he. he with uh, Jalen Hurts having, you know, taking a huge step up last year, I think was a big surprise for everyone. And uh, if if he can like somehow find, you know, a Jalen Hurts caliber guy again this year, maybe Jalen Hurts himself. I think that could that might make him unstoppable. I will tell you, Brian is the only one outside of Chez that I've talked to about Josh Allen. Yeah. Brian, Brian's not uh, willing to make moves. He 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 does not value the quarterback position in fantasy, and I don't really blame him. The me and Brian's deal, everything was good with it, except Brian wouldn't do it as a loner. Oh yeah, just trade him straight up. And I said, but I want him back. <laughs> He's like, well, I'm going to cut him anyways. I'm like, yeah, but that doesn't guarantee I'm going to get him. He'll he'll be available in the fifth round when you have a pick. 
Probably. But I, I want to guarantee that I'm getting them back. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, keep keep working on it. You got a couple more days to iron that out. What were you asking for him? Uh, I'll tell you. Let me. Uh... Uh, Brian, Brian, Brian Flaherty. Brian Flaherty. Brian was his second round or his second pick this year. And like his second first round pick. Uh, or his second second round pick. You know what? He does not specify in this message. I should revisit that with him. But yeah, the kicker was he wouldn't do it as a loner. Okay. Well, all right. That's interesting. All right. Well, let's move on to the Cincinnati soup cans. This is uh, this one fell to me, and my Tomlinism for the soup cans is one man's misfortune is another man's opportunity. And this is, this has kind of been the theme of the soup cans the last two seasons, if you think about it. Because last year he didn't set his keepers, and his misfortune led to some really solid players out there in the draft that other people picked up. But this year, he's he's kind of, I don't know if it's anyone else's misfortune, but he's he's got some pretty good draft picks this year. So I, I think he could uh, he could really improve his team. And of all, the, of all the teams in the league, I mean, him compared to the Real Americans so far, I'm, I'm more scared of the soup cans than the Real Americans not having a pick until the fourth round. So... You know, let's let's see if he can uh, take a take a big step up this year. I hope he does. All right, and lastly, let's move on to the technical fouls. Ches, what do you got for yourself? What's what's the goal of the season? Excuses are tools of the incompetent. <laughs> nice performance hasn't been there. Gotta gotta improve. Yeah. Period. <laughs> nice. So. I like it. And uh, I we've kind of talked about needs and targets for your team already, but. Go over it again. After the first round, first overall pick, who, what, what, what type of players are we looking for? Looking for uh, depth at running back. And we have Saquon right now, so maybe that's Bijan, or maybe that's you know, another high, higher value uh, running back to, to fill that out. Um, looking to just do a solid draft, top to bottom. Make smart trades if needed. Don't make dumb trades if not needed. And mm-hmm. uh, you know, I think that'll that'll reflect in the performance this season. There we go. I like it. That sounds like a great plan. I think uh, I think we really nailed the Tomlinism segment. What do you guys think? I think it went well. That was harder than I thought when I was. It was. Up. I agree. Oh yeah. I I just there's a, a Reddit page with Tomlinisms. That's where <laughs> I went. Oh yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Yeah, it was kind of hard to think about what those would mean in terms of fantasy football, but I enjoyed it. I think it worked out well. All right, let's move on. Let's go uh, to the mini games. We don't have uh, – nothing's like ironed out, but I did text David to ask a couple uh, questions about what's going on with those. Um, he said it's going to be a $10 buy-in per week and winner-take-all. Uh, some of the ideas he sent me. There's a, a long list. I'll try to go through them pretty quickly. Uh, rookies only week. Uh, Communist fantasy, which is any player positions ranked 20 or lower that's available. Uh, week where we do a week of draft. Not totally sure what that one means. Team builders. We draft each other's teams by committee. <laughs> kind of like that. <laughs> uh, week with a $50 cap with costs from... Oh, uh, uh, like with certain quarterbacks, you're ten dollars. Running backs are adult. You know what I mean? Yeah, may, yeah. I think that's what that means. I'm not totally sure what that means. I, I copied it over, yeah, so um, things might be in like it's a weird. Like a FanDuel kind of DraftKings kind of thing. Okay, all right. I like that. Cats or birds can only use players that played <laughs> for a bird or cat team. I like that. The guillotine challenge. That would be a, a multi-week kind of thing um auctioneers one thousand dollar draft budget divisional rivals draft where you can pick anyone but they all have to be from the same division that could be fun uh air buds draft a quarterback and receiver combo and then loaded backfield uh running back only week Ooh. i like it 
What 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 do we think about the the mini games? Which ones are we most excited for? I feel like the the communist fantasy where it's like just the the shitty players that could be a fun one. I like the birds and cats. Birds and cats. Yeah. What? Let's let's try to go through all the birds and cats real quick. So uh, let's start with birds. So we got eagles, we got falcons, cardinals, cardinals. Are there any other birds? Seahawks. Seahawks. Cardinals. Yeah, I think that. Okay. Yeah, and then cats. We got Bengals, Panthers. Jaguars. Jaguars. Lions. 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 Oh yeah. A lot of cats. Yeah. Interesting. Um. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. We we gotta we gotta like, I I want this the mini games to like really blow up, so we're getting like, a hundred people in every week, you know thousand dollar pots and shit like that. That's my goal. Hundred people. Yeah. I don't know hundred people, but we'll find them. <laughs> Hell, I only know ten that I really like. <laughs> Twenty if you include their significant others. We'll we'll start recruiting for uh, at the bachelor party. We'll get. Miranda's three brothers or cousins. I'm not. I'm not totally sure how they're related. We got a big. We got a big week coming up, boys. We do have a big week. Draft yeah, on. Draft on we Wednesday. Kick off to the podcast tonight. Podcast. We got the draft on draft Wednesday, Wednesday live from Aslan Brewery. Draft Wednesday. We got a uh, trivia night allegedly. Oh yeah, yeah. If to anyone listening, if I haven't invited you already, trivia night on Thursday. Kick off the bachelor party with Austin. Haven't told him about it yet, but I'm assuming he'll be down. What's the theme of Trivia Night? Is there a theme? I don't know if this week has a theme. I'll keep an eye out and let you know. I want to prep. But there is there is like a whole song section that completely fucks me every time. So That's your wheelhouse, Randy. If yeah. it's not, if it's late 80s, 90s, early 2000s, I'm good. Anything before that, I'm fucked. Oh, yeah, no. It's like it's like things people know for the most now part. Now I'm glad I took off on Friday. Oh, that was that was a really good call. I have a half day on Friday, so I'm going to suffer through it. Uh, yeah, and then then close out the week with the, the bachelor party. Any any fun activities planned? We got some yeah, fun ones. Uh, I so I tried I tried to reserve. There, there's like some like adult uh, like singing club or, or something, and they have they have a club in. Bloomfield and it has shuffleboard and so I tried really hard to get them to let us like rent that for a few hours one afternoon and they said you can only rent it if you're a member I'm like yeah but like how much to like like you're a member now (laughs) no I was I was going to if it was just like you know fill something out and give us 50 bucks I would have done it but it was like no you need you need like two current members to write a letter of recommendation and shit what? i'm like come, guys come on like wait what's it called it's a singing club um god i forget the name of it it's got a weird name light hold on let me let me, let me go into my email try to Randy, find this Randy, keep those lumber as collateral you can probably get a letter <laughs> by this club in the next three days i've never heard of this then we own it. uh i've god. never heard of it yeah i i hadn't either it's i'm I've started using Facebook a little bit again because there's so much, there's some some Bloomfield groups that I'm a part of. Um, oh, here it is. The Bloomfield Lighter Lighter Toffel. <laughs> I have no idea how you say this word, but they've they've posted in. How do I send a, a chat? Here we go. That's. That's the word. I don't know how you say it. L I E D E R T A F E L. But they've posted in one of my Bloomfield groups a couple of times about a shuffleboard tournament. So I thought, oh well, and and they have a bar there too. So I was like, oh, they must like, you know, allow non-members to come. No, they do not. I don't know why they're they're fucking posting on Facebook publicly trying to get people to seemingly come to their bar that no one's allowed to go to. 
Oh, is it one of the? Is it like a private drinking club? Maybe, maybe they're. I've been to a few of those. They're pretty cool, but they're like you can't get in if you either don't know someone or yeah. Like I you just have to be with a member. I I thought you know this is America and you know money talks, but not not to these people. They're they're very uh. They're you know a lot of integrity. These people. You want me Amazon Prime a shuffleboard to the house? <laughs> no, I think I think on Sunday we're gonna do a shuffleboard at Shorty's. And then hit up the casino. Because I, I don't think shuffleboard's that expensive there. And we can just, you know, dominate the table for a couple hours. Then hit up the casino. So, there's a, there's the bit. N- nothing nothing too crazy this year or uh, for this bachelor party. But unless, you know, who knows what what, what could happen. Who's the biggest wild card going into we this? Uh, I know a certain someone. We can just put everything on his tab. <laughs> Was that your uncle that I saw at at the shop today? It was. I've never seen him in person. I don't think. You dropping off dropping off fake goods. No, I I, I got him. I got Randy's shot glass at in shot Cancun. Glass in Cancun. Nice, yeah. nice. You guys are really doing great. My collection is on three shelves now. Damn, nice. David brought me one back from Amsterdam. Chez brought me one back from Bar Harbor. Um. John brought me back the one from Cancun. My cleaning yeah. lady brought me one back from London. Damn, look at you. Oh, look at that. That's awesome. Oh, and I have your Kenya one, John. Yeah. A lot of places I haven't been, but... uh, You got some yeah, cool shot glasses, though. That's awesome. Yeah, I... So I, I, I was texting Randy a little bit after, because his uncle was being a little bitch while I was there. I'm trying to talk to John, and this motherfucker keeps interrupting me to ask me questions that he goddamn knows the answer. I hope he listens to this. Ask him where the drivers are. Get the drivers. Ask the drivers. Get on the phone. Does he? Call the driver. Why do we? Why do we give him cell phones if you're not going to call him? <laughs> he doesn't listen to this podcast, does he? Uh, I, if he does, tomorrow's going to be awkward. <laughs> <laughs> well, sorry, Randy's uncle. Uh, you know what? My one sales rep listens, and he'll love that. <laughs> nice <laughs> well i was telling randy afterwards uh there there were so many penis shot glasses in cancun we so i so the resort we stayed at uh it was it was nice and fancy and we ran out of sunscreen the one day so i went into the gift shop there to buy more sunscreen i bought two things of sunscreen and it was 109 us dollars and I didn't realize what? it. It was 109 US dollars, these two cans of sunscreen. For what? SPF what? Just normal. Just normal fucking sunscreen. Is it mineral? I feel like mineral's more, but it's still not like that much more. Yeah. Like- I No, no, it wasn't. It was just like a normal ass sunscreen. And I, I didn't like, this was like, of course, the one woman who like had a heavy accent in the whole resort. So I was like, okay, yeah, cool. And then I'm walking out with the receipt and I'm like, holy shit, that's in US dollars. <laughs> that's crazy so i returned it yeah so i returned them and then we went on a, an excursion to an island that was like i don't know 20 minute boat ride away and we bought sunscreen over there but that's where i ended up buying the shot glasses or the shot glass and there were so many penis ones there were ones with like like the had like depictions of threesomes on there and stuff I don't know. I don't know how to describe it, but I was like, like these are all really funny, but I kind of want to get them one that just says Cancun. So then, <laughs> then I found one that said Cancun had like the one of the guys that you know, like the game where you have to hit the ball with your hip, whatever that game is. Well, it was one of those guys on there. So, <laughs> so next time you get you get a penis one. John, it's funny you ran or you didn't have sunscreen because I was mm. in Arizona and the same thing happened. Well, I had a bottle of sunscreen and it wouldn't spray. Yeah. And I'm asking people around the pool, like, what the hell am I doing wrong? Was it locked? No one could get it to work. So at that hotel, everything was through the Hilton app. Mm-hmm. So I texted the front desk and had this girl bring me up the pool or the uh, sunscreen to the roof, the pool on the rooftop. <laughs> nice. It wasn't like a spray bottle. It was this little like, like little pump sprayer. Uh-huh. 
trying to cover like my big old ham hock legs and everything and like <laughs> ham hock legs nice how was that trip how did you golf in the 120 degree heat it was hot it was just hot <laughs> then coming back like, i got pneumonia and bronchitis that's right jeez no At the same idea. time or one than the other or no i have both at the same time god damn glad to, glad to see you're on the up and up i'm, I'm good now I had to cancel my uh, pick clothing day with Leo last week. Oh, no. We ended up taking him yesterday. <laughs> then, uh, but yeah, I'm on, I'm on the men now. What, what was your best? Did you go off at the same place? No, three three different courses. Uh, which one did you play the best at? The best was Greyhawk. The last course I played, I shot a 94. 94? Damn, Randy. And there were two other guys there, and they they kept yelling at me. One, they kept yelling at me that I had no friends back home. (laughs) The first thing the dude says to me, he goes, like, after we all introduced ourselves and, like, gave each other our names, Mm -hmm. he goes, so, uh, Randy, you don't have any friends back home? You just come here by your fucking self? (laughs) That's fucking rude. Nice to meet you, too, buddy. (laughs) Were they together? Were they, like, friends? Yeah, they were friends. They were work friends. But then they were like, are you any good? And I said, no, I'm okay. I just like playing. And then the first three holes, I smoked them. Nice. And yeah, the guy kept them. calling me an asshole, said I was sandbagging him. <laughs> <laughs> but then after that, I was like, don't worry. Like, it'll, I'll fall apart. And yeah. yeah. Was, was it the heat that made you fall uh, apart? No. No. Just, it was just hot. Yeah. Golf's a tough fucking game. It really is. Oh, no. Oh. I think I said it to Chez. I don't know if I said it to you, John. That's the first cart girl I ever saw that offered cigarettes and cigars. You did send me that. Oh, nice. Price. Wow. I looked at the section on the menu was tobacco and snacks. <laughs> I said to her, what's market price on a pack of cigarettes? She goes, a pack of Marlboros is $35. I was like, I'm good. I'm good. What fucking market are you buying $35 Marlboros? From the cart girl. Yeah. Like- <laughs> I know. I'm saying her. Yeah, I have no idea. She's smoking hot, though. Nice. Did you get her number? No. What? That's crazy. I got worse game than Tom. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. Well, I, I think that's all we got. Uh, best of luck to everyone this draft, except for Kyle Pitts. This has been a super fancy football show. We'll be back next week. And until then, I'll see you at Froggies. Take us out, Glow City. Glow City.